Hey everybody, I'm doing something different today. I'm going to have a Bible study on my podcast, How You Witches Like That. <laughs> so anybody who's listened to me before, you guys know I've made a shift in, uh, I, now I'm more like a new age Christian because that's just where I'm at right now. And we about to have some Bible study. I want to learn uh, more because the best, the most supernatural supernatural cool stuff is now coming to me easier than ever so uh the other way was like the 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 wrong way (laughs) obviously so um but when you let god into your life then amazing things start happening and he has to get all the glory for all the stuff that's happened to me so just hang in here guys and listen and if you don't want to listen come back another day i'll be cursing it up on (laughs) talking about something crazy so okay so anyways i'm just gonna let that play and then we'll just talk <laughs> i figure we could let me type in my little thing i use a strain yard to do little the casting yeah it has mm-hmm. a little ticker tape on the bottom and stuff and it's let me see today we're gonna come out of ephesians chapter five Starting at verse 1. Period. Walk in love. Exclamation point. I'm like, which one is that? Is it <clears throat> old or new? Oh, new. New. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two. I'm not working yet. Well, the 5G spotty on the island anyway, but... No, I meant the uh, testing. One, two, three. I forgot what it said. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you said hello. <laughs> Why are you not? That's how I say it, too. What? Hello. Hello. I always say hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's good. Hallelujah. And then it's harder, but Lord. <laughs> yeah. I want to watch that one. We haven't seen that one that we just found. What's it called? Oh, Lord, Chris, what was it the other day? The new Medea movie that we haven't seen yet? Okay, yes, it's it's good. Yeah, I gotta check it out. Yes, I've seen it already. Oh, everything they do is funny. Yeah. She said what everybody else won't say. I mean, (laughs) it's pretty much just a remake of one of her old ones, but it's newer remake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, so... Storyline's pretty much the same and everything. What the heck am I doing? Okay, I'm still trying to find Ephesians. Listen, so am I. I'm sitting over here like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Eight ninety five. It's New I Testament, found it. and it's going to be towards the back half. I hope this is yeah. going to be my speaker's I'm about to sneeze. On. I know that, so y'all going to hear me sneezing. <laughs> it's all no, right. Oh, it's tickling. Hebrew. Don't do it. Don't do it. I hope y'all can hear me. I think my stream yard's acting weird. If you can hear me, give me a thumbs up. <laughs> give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. Oh my gosh. We're gonna be talking about walking in love. Walking in love. And we're gonna come out of Ephesians chapter five. We're gonna start at verse one. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. 
I don't know. <laughs> I had that highlighted for some reason. You do. I don't have know where highlighted. it's from. Where? At some point, I needed that. Yeah. I'd already read it. Well, we, you're getting it tonight. Getting it well, tonight. Well, maybe I needed the explanation. <laughs> well, Walking I think there. that's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah already. Well, yeah. This I think the that's wrong. pretty awesome. I like your Bible too. I like it too. Yeah. Purple. Like it. It's a print and everything. Okay. Weird. Okay. Go ahead. You got it missing. Yeah. Okay. Therefore, be imitators of God, as beloved children, and walk in love. As Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Verse three says, but sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you as it is proper among saints. Let there be no filthiness nor foolish talk or crude joking, which are out of place. But instead, let there be thanksgiving. For you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure or who is covetous, covetousness, that is, an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Verse 8, let no one deceive let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Amen. That's a lot. Well, we're going to do this and we'll do like a discussion and that kind of thing. But therefore, um, be imitators of God. What does that mean? What do y'all think that means? I got ideas. Imitators of God. Does that mean act like a Christian, walk like a Christian, talk like a Christian, or what does it mean? Uh, doing what God loves us to do. What <clears throat> I love that. Doing what God loves us to do. I think that's awesome. What you think, TT? What do you think? Um, for imitators, I would have to say, um, yeah, he loves. So to love one another as, you know, Christ loved us and um, walk in his ways, his wills. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know he gave us an example. You know, Jesus, when he was on the earth and he was walking and he's like, hey, do like I do, basically. Yes. And he gave us that live example, what we should be doing. And it's interesting because we as human beings, we're falling. We don't get things right all the time. And it's easy to, you know, make mistakes. And what do we know? We don't know what love is, really. We don't really know what it is to be civil to each other. God had to teach us how to do that, you know? I read a scripture earlier today in Matthew talking about how not to take people to court. If you got something to do, a beef with your brother, my this is Chris Times version, then you're supposed to go to your brother or sister and say, hey, let's talk to them. Yeah. Let's talk to them. If they don't want to hear you, then you go get a member from the church and you go back and you do it that way. And if that don't work, you get a third member 
and you go back and you talk to him with the third with with witnesses basically the apostle paul said it's better you that you do that and settle your dispute outside of court than to be in front of a judge and get all your money taken away from you so i would implore it sue happy people <laughs> Heed the warning because it's not healthy, you know, it's not healthy and it's not really biblical to go off and sue folks. I think I sued somebody once in my life, but that was a situation where I almost couldn't avoid it. I got hit on a bus and I had medical problems behind that. So that wasn't that wasn't even me trying to get money other than I need you to take care of my chiropractor bill. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. I would never, you know, but I've seen people get hit and, or getting the stuff and they end up getting all of this money, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, might, I mean, if, it, you know, that, you know, everybody's different. But I think that, especially for brothers and sisters, now companies, corporations, that's that, you know, I don't believe corporations are people, so. You know, it's like another little thing. But but if you're dealing with your, if you got a next door neighbor and you know how it is and somebody act up and they chop down your tree or something that's on your side of the property line or whatever, you know how those things go. Talk it over with your neighbor. Judge Judy, she'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Judy will tell you what to do. <laughs> Judge Judy's harsh. Man. She don't care. She don't like throw the book at you. <laughs> But, you know, we, you know, and so love, be imitators of God. What would, what did you say, Missy? What God would have us do. Yeah, what does that look like? Y'all remember those bracelets to say, what would Jesus do? Mm -hmm. WWJD? Yes. Back yeah. in the 90s, those were big in the early oh, 2000s. It's time. great because it's a reminder. Yeah. yeah. You know, when I want to remind myself of a habit I want to change or something I want to shift in my mind, I put... Put it on one of them bracelets, don't I, Chris? That's right. So You do. You're good at that. And I'm entitled to abundance in the name of Jesus. So in all areas of my life, that means friends, family, money, you know, even luxuries. You know, God wants us to live richly, you know, and he wants to bless us. You know what I'm saying? So, but anyways, like what I'm saying is, what were we talking about? We were talking about being imitators. Yes. And and then when we reach that level, we can help other people do things like that. And still, like, even then, I'm so overflowing, being happy from what God give me. I can do more for other people. You know, I'm like, I'm doing I'm having a great day. I can go over here and check on Debbie or, you know, and bring her something to eat or, you know, what I mean, and, you know, Stuff like that. You want to do stuff like God would want us to do. And I am I feel like my conscious is a really good... It just comes in and says, do this, and I do it. But you that's know? the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> okay. The Holy Spirit is talking to you. Now that you've been saved and sanctified and set free of your shackles, you know, things that cause you and I to be, you know, really chained to our sin, you know? Mm -hmm. Our sin nature. You know, once you're free of that, then the Holy Spirit will indwell in you because that's what you're asking for. You know, <clears throat> you're asking Jesus to come into your life. The, the Holy Spirit literally is an invitation to come inside of you and dwell inside of you. Because why? <clears throat> your house is your temple. 
I mean, your house. Your body is your temple. And that's where, you know, the Holy Spirit dwells and inside of each and every one of us. And, you know, have you ever had a situation where you were in a place you hadn't supposed to be in? Me. And you find out, you know, you're doing wrong. You know you're doing wrong. I don't know what's wrong with us. We think God don't see this stuff. And so you get this knot inside of your stomach. That's what, that's the Holy Spirit being grieved because the Holy Spirit saying, all right, Christopher, you know better than to be here. This ain't your kind of crowd. Get, get going. You know what I mean? <laughs> or whatever. Or, 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 uh, I've done stuff like, you know, short temper, you know, and not wanting to deal with folks and I remembered, I don't remember what, what exact incident this was. But I was driving somewhere and I passed by this person. Maybe they were homeless. I don't remember. Maybe they were homeless. And I drove right by them. And I was like, Phew. and I drove a whole block. I went a whole city block. And then my conscience was bothering me so bad. That was the Holy Spirit. Conscious bottom is so bad that I passed that homeless person. God, the second I saw that homeless person, see, I was in a rush. I didn't want to stop. And Holy Spirit's like, you need to give that man some money. You need to give him $10. I was busy. It was right by the library. That's where it was, downtown Houston. And I drove a whole city block. And when you're downtown Houston, you can't just turn around. You got to literally go in a big loop and come mm -hmm. back. You know, big city block. So it takes a minute. I rolled back up there. God made me turn around. I had to make a whole block of traffic. It's during the day. It's, uh, and I pulled right up next to that man. And he was still laid up on the sidewalk next to the library. And I parked my car. And I got out. I had the $10 bill in my hand. I said, I apologize. I went past you and I was supposed to stop and give you this $10. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't remember the money. I laughed. <laughs> but I couldn't, I could not do it. I could not do it because God had just, and then there's another situation that happened. It's crazy. I won't call no names, but I was working this good contract job. Oh, I was making, I was making 10, 10 grand a month, TT. I didn't have the money to just do what I wanted to with it, but I did have plans for some of it. And I said, I'm going to buy me a laptop. Mm. And that laptop cost $1,100. Oh, my goodness. At Staples. Never forget it. I was in New Orleans working contract. And I said, yeah, I paid all the bills. I sent the wife money. That was my little piece left. And God said, contraire, mon frere, Christopher Times, you have to send X person $1,000. I said, what? That's when you start talking to yourself audibly because that's God talking to you. I said, yeah, you, what'd you say, Lord? <laughs> I was working night shift, you know? And it was overnight. It must have been Two, three in the morning, something like that. I said, well, what'd you say, Lord? And I think I was reading Joel Osteen's book. 
At that time, I was reading his book, the first book he ever printed. And I said, did you say, you must be, I must have misheard you. (laughs) Now, and the Lord kept messing with me all night long, all night long. He just (laughs) worried me and worried me. And I just said, oh, why? Why are you always doing this to me, Lord? I was back and forth, you know. And come daybreak, Christopher went and took his gun off and took off his uniform and got in his civvies. And guess what I did? I called the man up. And I said, uh, yeah, I'm going to call him Philip. Philip, how you doing, man? Uh, you know, I know this might catch you by surprise, but God told me to send you something. And uh, it's in the mail. Just look out for it. I'm sending FedEx overnight. And I hung the phone up. <laughs> and the FedEx place was right across the street. You know? And I went over there and I just did what I was supposed to do. You will never guess. That guy needed that money and didn't tell nobody. That guy had a daughter that had something wrong with her brain and she needed an MRI, Mm. like right now. And that MRI cost $750. Mm. And that man's insurance wasn't gonna cover it. See, (laughs) had I disobeyed God, Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what would have happened to me because see God deals with his own harshly <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do <laughs> because we don't know what God's doing yeah. and see out of that the girl got the treatment that she needed and, and everything worked out but God was showing me something so we mm. got to be Imitators of God, yeah, we got to listen to him. Nisa, you mentioned about the giving thing too. Um, Scripture says that God loves a chill forgiver. He don't want you giving and being gruff. I'm just gonna give, like I gave that ten dollars that day. I I had to, I had to get thankful because I didn't want to give it out of a mean spirit. Because then I, I'd have been in trouble even then. So I had to get right. And that's how God wants us to do. Sometimes it's not even money. It's time. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe somebody needs you to talk to them. Or maybe they need you. If, God, if you're driving down the street or walking down the street. And the Lord doesn't have me so many times. And the Lord tells you. Oh, Jean over there needs you to call her. Call Jean. And you don't do it. You don't know what might be going on in Jean's life. Jean might be up there with a gun in Jean's hand trying to cut, kill himself or something. You don't know what might be happening. But that's the thing. We got, as children of God, we got to be really aware. Can't be too busy, caught up in our own stuff, and not <clears throat> doing what the Lord instructs us to do. Because if we just blow God off, man, we're not imitating him. You know, we're not meeting people's needs. 
I just believe, and it's in the word too, we here to meet each other's need. Ain't nobody here to be on their own or not, whatever that is. We here to support each other, to be for whatever, in whatever capacity the Lord shows. It might be to give somebody a word of encouragement. That don't cost nothing. You know, uh, it might be to inspire somebody. Somebody might be watching you from afar. When I worked in the school, that happened all the time. I didn't even know it. Kids were watching me and modern, modeling their life after me because I'm a black man and I'm at the school with not many men at the school anyway. And then here this person is, you know, somehow or another being inspired by Christopher Time. I have no idea why. But it happened. Even little girls walking around uh, wanting to change their life. I had a couple of girls, it's funny because these kids were funny. And two different occasions this happened to me where these kids just followed me around like little puppy dogs. I, I, can I follow you? Can I go with you? Can I? No, you're supposed to be in class. Oh, I, 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 I won't be no bother. I, I, I won't. You're supposed to be in class. <laughs> you're supposed to be in class. What are you talking about? People, you know, would do stuff because they want to be around you. I had a bunch of dudes. They were hardcore. TT, they were hardcore gang members. These guys were in trouble for murder and stuff like that. And they were walking around, talking to me. And I remember I scolded one of them. I was mad. Okay, okay. I could admit it. I got a little short with the guy in front of the class. And I kind of chewed him out. <clears throat> he was being a clown, crawling on the floor and acting dumb. And I, I just chewed that right before lunch. And so I'm in the lunch, monitoring in the lunchroom and blah, blah, blah. Me and my buddy Malcolm and some other people. And the guy looked at me and he held his head down like that. He said, do you, do you hate me? And I said, what? See, I had already forgotten about it. But he idolized me and I didn't know it. And he's like, Big old six foot three gang member. He'd have other people bring him as lunch. He was one of them kind of people. And he's like, I, I just don't understand why you, you talk to me like that. And I had to apologize to him. I said, I'm sorry, man. I, I, you know, I lost my mind. Forgive me. That's all he wanted to hear. Oh, he was just grabbing on my neck and, 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 and just bear hugging me right there in front of everybody. I said, oh, my gosh. So we don't know what we might be for somebody else, you know, even when we ain't thinking about it, that imitation. You might be the only image of God that somebody gets to look at. I don't know. That's kind of heavy, but, but that's our burden. That's what we're supposed to do. In this <clears> other <throat> text, it talks about suffering. And... You know, and uh, about this sac fragrant sacrifice to God. All of these acts that we do, because we're supposed to work out our salvation. These are the types of works. It's not that you work to be saved. No, you are saved, right? But now it's evidence of that salvation. Here come the works. That's how it works. So if you say you're saved and you ain't doing the works, well, you're going to have to re-examine that whole thing. Mm -hmm. You steady living for yourself, 
You're not doing for people, not because somebody tell you to or look good in front of the church. That ain't what I'm talking about. What do you do when ain't nobody around? Ain't no cameras on or whatever. That's what counts, and that's what God is looking at. He's looking at your heart. What are you doing? Because we're here to, to deal with each other, and God wants us to do that. So imitate his God. Man, that's great. Well, um, why does God call us children? Man, that's a million-dollar question. What do you think, T.T.? Because we're new. We're in creation. We are growing in his spirit and his knowledge. Um, yeah. I think We're innocent. Awesome. Ooh. Innocence. Ooh, I like that. We're innocent. Hmm. Say more about that. Um, I believe that, you know, as children, when we, they first come into the world, you know, they don't know anything. They're new to things. They're only taught what they, you know go through in life and everything and as adults we're already molded and created but he says those that come into me are a new life a new you know new creation and so therefore now we were his children but now we're new children to him in his faith and his walks and his love that's amazing you, you have kids i got three three kids <laughs> three boys don't you three boys you loved it, huh? Oh, unconditionally. Would you do anything for them? I would. I would. Anything in the world? Anything in the world. Would you give your life for them? I sure would. Would you have to think about it? Oh, no. Not for a second. That's what God's doing for us. He gave his life for us without even thinking about it. The second we messed up, when Adam and Eve sinned in chapter 3 of Genesis, God said some stuff. I'm, I'm going to read it right now. God said some stuff to the devil, that old serpent of old, mm -hmm. because he tricked Eve. And, and consequently, Adam got tricked, deceived. And I'm going to read to y'all what God said. And, and this is interesting because it's always taught some way. Um, let me read the, the trickery piece and then I'm going to read the consequences of it, what God did. Uh, verse Genesis uh, chapter 3, verse 1. I'm going to start there. Now the serpent, Satan, the serpent was, and you could say reptilian too, the serpent, uh, now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast in the field that the Lord had made. He said to the woman, Eve, did, you, did God actually say, see, here's the trick, see, crafty. Did God actually say, see, Satan's a wordsmith, right? He parses words. Did God actually say, you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? See, that was a trap. That was a trap. We got to recognize these traps. And then the woman said to the serpent, we may eat. She's she being obedient. She, she, she's saying what God told her to say. We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. But God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden 
or in the middle of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And then the serpent said in verse four, said to the woman, you will not surely die. See, there's a lie. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be, guess what? Like God, there you go. Knowing good and evil. See, that was the trick. What was Satan's, what caused Satan to be cast out and cast down from heaven? He wanted to be like God. So, yeah. So he uses those same words to hypnotize and to mesmerize and to, to lie and cheat out of the birthright of mankind with those very words. So God does something. God does something. Verse 13, <clears throat> uh, chapter 3, verse 13 says, then the, then the Lord said to the woman, what is this that you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. Now she told the truth. Verse 14, the Lord said to the serpent, because you have done this, curse, here come the curses. Cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts in the field and on your belly you shall go. That means that the serpent was walking around like you and me before. And I do believe that it was a reptilian individual opposed to a snake snake. But anyway, um, on your belly you shall go and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put, now this is the kick in the chops, and we're going to have to study this next time. <clears throat> I will put enmity between you, he's talking to Satan, and the woman, between your offspring, what, whose offspring? Your offspring. Whose offspring? Satan's offspring. I didn't know Satan had offspring. Y'all have, y'all know Satan has his own offspring? Mm -hmm. it says it right there in Genesis. I will put enmity between your offspring and her offspring. Get out of here. She's a human being. Satan's not. Let's remember that. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. That right there was a prophecy that God spoke about Jesus coming and saving us from the penalty of sin. See, God already thought of that and he already made the remedy. And that's why Satan really hates us. If you find that you're under some kind of satanic attack, yeah, he don't like us <clears throat> because we've got favor with God. You give your life for your children, you said. That's what Jesus did for us. God sent his only son to save us and, and, and to save us from damnation. It was meant for us, Missy, you said it earlier today, that we were supposed to be able to live forever, and that is true. God made us to where we regenerate, but because of our fallen nature, we've fallen into this fallen world and everything's messed up, not the way God intended. Hmm. We're supposed to walk on this earth just like Adam and Eve did, Adam and Eve were created to live forever as they were in this perfect garden. 
the Garden of Eden, I think, was a whole world, not just one little spot. And you got a perfect world made perfectly. I mean, you, the lions and the lambs didn't even eat each other. The first blood was drawn by God. And so we've got this unequal thing going on here. <clears throat> but God says, hey, be like me. Don't be like that devil over there. You know, so you want to act crazy and cuss somebody out. I, you know, God's working on me, y'all. And and so we just have to be imitators of him. And that takes, you know, the power of the Holy Spirit. Be wearing you. Even when you slip up, we all do slip up. He, like, convict us. Now, Chris, you know you shouldn't have said that four, that three-letter word to Jethro. Go and apologize. And it'd be wearing you down. Wearing you down. Oh, man, I can't tell I cussed out somebody. I can admit it. And oh, it was my siblings. I can see it. It's true. TT. It's true. I cussed my brothers out. I cussed them out rolling. Oh, they gonna love that on the video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now everybody knows that. <laughs> well, it's true. I cussed them out rolling. And then I hung the phone up and it took me six and a half days. God just beat on me, beat on me. God just, uh, I said, okay, God, all right, I give. I had to call him up individually, ask for forgiveness. And they were like, yeah, we know you was emotional. It's okay. So, you know, even when we do slip up, God's right there for us. He's standing in the gap. One last thing and we'll close when we're, we're children and we're identified by the Apostle Paul here in Ephesians as children of God because that's what we are. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, that means that you're laying down your life for his life. It's a switch of maru. Then you're saying, Lord, I'm done living life the way I want to live. I want to live the life that you want me to live, right? Pleasing to you, which is the imitators of God peace. And when you do that, then God's now standing in the gap for you. But there's one more thing he does. He adopts you and me as his child. And that's huge. Because now, just like your children, God's given his life for us. And more than that, uh-oh. And more than that, yeah, I know your children, you know they ain't perfect, but you look over things, don't you? Yes. Because they're, they're yours. Yes. Okay, that's what God do for us. And you give them a thousand chances, a hundred thousand chances, a million chances. <laughs> so many. But that's how God treats us. So with this, if y'all don't know Jesus... Come to know Jesus. You can't beat this life no kind of way. God will always look after you. And, and you can always trust <clears throat> him. Even if everything's gone sideways in your life, you can always trust him. And he wants you to know him. You can text me. You can email me. You know, DM me or however y'all do it on Facebook. 
And, uh, you know, let me hear from you. But God is always there for you. He's there for you. And he's going to always forgive you for whatever it is that you may think you've done. You know, maybe just the guilt of conscience. But so God, God, there's no condemnation in God, right? So anyway, let's pray out. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your blessings. Thank you for this Bible study. Thank you for T.T. over here and fighting us over so we can have a live Bible study. So excited in our home, our beautiful new home. And we thank you, Father God, for just making a way and blessing us and keeping us in your will, Father God, for guiding us and directing us, Master, and protecting us always. In your precious name, we pray all these things. Amen. 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 <laughs> we'll see y'all. We'll see y'all Friday or next next Wednesday. Huh.